Hello and welcome to Throwback Theater, the show that takes a look back at some overlooked and forgotten films from the 80s, 90s, and early aughts. My name is Eric Lutz. Thank you so much for joining. I have three very close friends to take a look back at some of these movies with me. Tonight I have Lee. Hello. I have Lucas. What's up? And I have Chris. That sounded more sexy than scary. <laughs> We're getting sexy to tonight. Scary. <laughs> I think he was going for sexy, and I think he nailed it. Uh, Thank well, you. I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, with our movie. Tonight's movie is the <laughs> 2000 or 2001? I think it was released in 2001. 2001. 2001 Brandon Fraser vehicle, Monkey Bone, which is, um, I have to be honest with you guys, <laughs> this was like on a list of movies that I'm like, I never want to watch this. Again. <laughs> like, we have a, a long list of, of movies that we do, like 200 movies. And I was really hoping no one would going to pick this one. And Lucas, you picked it. I, it was not me. Oh, well, who picked it? I am responsible. Uh, I, I believe that I watched this movie in theaters, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Uh, do you know the exact release date for this? The no. exact date. Was it April 20th? No, I'm, I'm actually asking because, yeah, you're, you're you're probably thinking in the direction I'm headed. But I, do you think this movie caused 9-11? <laughs> I don't think it helped. Is Monkey Bone the... Re- I think think it was two tragedies in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask who saw this. So you saw it in theaters. Yes. I saw this because my, my little brother loved a movie that we should definitely do, Corky Romano. And he loved Chris Kattan. Saw Chris Kattan was in who this. Who doesn't? He loved- <laughs> Chris Kattan should have taken home an Oscar for his performance in Monkey Bone. He was probably the best part of this yeah, movie. I agree. I'll die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I saw it. Uh, Chris, you've definitely seen it. Yes, and it frightened me as a child. I didn't like it. Huh. And I think as an adult, I kind of feel the same way about it. I, I think I liked don't. it as a kid because I also grew up watching uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was my favorite yeah. um, animation. But it is Henry Selleck, if you yeah. uh, same person, he also made... Uh, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas and James and the Giant Peach. So, uh, Coraline. Coraline, yeah. yep. Um, Lee. No, I, I did not hear about this growing up, but I do remember hearing it first about in, in college. But I, okay. I, I like avoided it because it was basically everyone was shitting on this movie. I didn't like this movie as a kid. It has like a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I just watched it today. Uh, I will say starting out, I was optimistic. Um, I was like, I think, cause it definitely has more adult themes in it. Um, what is this rated? PG 13? PG 13. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is based off of a graphic novel. I think that is yeah. a lot darker and they originally wanted it to be darker. They I'm never sure finished the graphic novel, it. by the way. Oh, really? It was supposed to be like either four. The one part I read, it said there was like supposed to be four books, four graphic novels. And then mm-hmm. someone else said it was supposed to be longer because in the, comic book is a puppeteer and not a, a cartoonist okay so when he goes down to the to the dark world he has a puppet that follows him around i like that better yep. and he uh his wife is the one that's going to pull the plug in 12 hours mm. so i think it was supposed to be every book was supposed to be one hour i like that uh, until he tries to escape but the person only wrote the first one and never <laughs> finished up. it that's something i can relate they to. saw the movie and just were like oh <laughs> <laughs> they the lost movie was all done spirit. years, 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 years. Was it? I have it. no idea. Well, so that makes more sense to me because what I wanted was more of the coma world. He kind of lands in the nightmare land, which is a carnival, goes to sort of see 
death the underworld but like i wanted to see like a full expansion of that like i wanted like a quest where he goes through all these different lands which i think i'm describing what dreams may become i'm not sure i haven't it, seen that it also time. reminded me of little monsters a little bit i was gonna say yes. that too yeah because uh which is weird that we're comparing shit to that movie when monkey bone <laughs> same takes tone. over brandon frazier's yeah. body it is definitely gets in the realm of howie mandel from little monsters where he's just oh i'm zany so uh first impressions you guys the art direction is is great yes the production design is pretty amazing of his yeah um but my the the biggest thing for me is that like i don't understand how in in the afterlife your your personality gets split to me that was like a hard sell i don't Mm. think that it's the personality that gets split i think that they put him back together at the end well i I, I think it was because it comes from it's just it's part of his psyche or id that he so, hides away. Aren't all the characters there part of his psyche? Like that's what I thought at no. first. Because but no, some Stephen of those characters he created, which we are going to talk about that. But yeah. like I wasn't in the impression that it was the realm. It was like a, a collective consciousness because there were there yes. were other people in comas, and all of the beings down there were made from their nightmares. Yes, they yes. feed into our which world love, through dreams and nightmares. That looks great. So we have we have Rose, Rose McGowan as like the cat, the sexy cat lady. Um, is that who that is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I did not recognize. And did you did you see Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, no. Which I saw his name in the credits. I was like, he's in this. He's, 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 he's the the god oh, of sleep. Yeah, he is. And yeah. I believe Bob Odenkirk is Bob also Odenkirk Bob is the doctor. Oh, yeah. the doctor. Yeah, doctors. people just kept showing up, and I was like, Are, oh, Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg yeah. is in this second, movie. Thomas Hayden Church. Our second movie yeah. with Brandon Fraser and Thomas Hayden Church. In yes, it. it is. George of the Jungle being the other one. Oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and Thomas he Hayden Church uncredited. has a very small part in this. Yeah, he was uncredited. I don't, and he's yeah, just he's covered in makeup. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it seems like this is sort of a weird, a weird realm of imagination and nightmare where if you sort of imagine it, it comes to life here. It really wasn't clear because then they also... <laughs> want more nightmares and they jail up people that create the story the story makes no no sense yeah the story is where it falls all falls apart the story is where it falls apart yeah no because i like the visuals (laughs) i like the the setup for it and then once monkey bone gets shot out of the land into brandon frazier's body at all i was out apart yeah yeah it turns upside down at that point yeah it becomes kind of a different movie I feel like I'm going to be the uh, odd man here. Is like I like this movie. Okay, I, why? I I like the door that they build into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story because uh, like it's it, it's it's mainly I think it's a whole plot that the the underworld wants to use. Brendan Fraser creates some of the best nightmares for them through his drawings. Apparently, that's where they come from. So they set up this whole plan to get him to. Uh, to exchange bodies with Monkey Bone, so Monkey Bone right. can come out and mm-hmm. Brandon Fraser can stay behind. But he also has an objective, right? He wants to have, he wants to create nightmares. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the nightmare juice. The whole, yeah, okay. Yes, because that's yes. He just wants to Hypnos wants to feed into the the underworld uh, to just I guess. And what happens if Monkey Bone doesn't do that? I don't think nothing happens. He gets beat up in his sleep. Is that, okay, that it'll yes, come to him in his sleep think, and yes. threatens him. Okay, okay. All um, right, no, checks out, checks out. We're good. I, I have some questions because I think you understand the, the movie a little bit better. So they jail Brendan Fraser, Stu Smiley, um, and 
Steve King, who was actually supposed to be Stephen King, but he could not make it. So they just have that. Uh, the guy that who vaguely looks was like Stephen King. To be in this movie? Yes. Yeah. I read, I read the trivia, which actually I do. I, I'm going to share some of that trivia with you because some of it's actually. He probably loves this movie. Like for mm. some reason, Stephen King thinks like farts are funny. Which, uh, well, but, the, the thing. Go, go ask your question. Well, so the question is, so it's, it's him and a few other people, Attila the Hun and stuff like that, that are in jail in Nightmare Land because they made such good nightmares for people? No, I think okay. what it is is the fact that the Stephen King that we know, it's not the Stephen King of reality, is his alter ego. That, that's he, says why. It, he says it's Cujo. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so okay. the, the, the guy writing the nightmares, which I don't know if Cujo is his first book or not. It's not. It's uh, like midway through his So I think is the, the idea here is that Cujo is the one writing the horrors that Stephen King has been putting out in the world. So he's been fitting nightmares but he was already to them through his art. He was already a horror writer before. Yes. So I think the idea, the same thing with, with Stu, I think is that mm-hmm. if you see his first drawings, they're very nightmarish. And then when he's going through therapy, he creates, uh, he, he tones it down. Monkey Bone, when you see some of his early drawings that she shows it. Gotcha. Yeah, they the are Operation Room. Yes, they're all like hardcore nightmarish so, drawings. Gang, you said Gangscon. No, is there? A- Alla, Attila. Attila. Oh, d- yeah. okay. Edgar Allan Poe is in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jack the Ripper, uh, Lizzie Borden. That makes so much more uh, sense. So they are all supposed to be that they're nightmares that they created so or because point, their alter egos yeah, got Lizzie switched. Yeah, got switched and then that person gotcha. murdered people with an axe. Yes. I'm on board okay. for that. That sounds... That sounds yes. Great. Didn't really pick up on that, um, but that's just because I'm a dummy. Um, but I think it was. It's not even so much that it's it's Brandon Fraser as Monkey Bone that just like takes me away from from it because he's that's just so zany patch. and his soul patch. <laughs> Brandon Fraser's great. I want to make that very clear. I love Brandon Fraser. Um, I think he can do it all, e- even today. Because uh-huh. I, I think uh, Bedazzled came out like the same year. This uh, Bedazzled is is probably the better movie. I mean, this yeah, movie yeah. probably took a very long time just in post. Uh, to, yeah. Because a lot of it, the monkey bone stuff is all just animated. Uh, and if you see some behind the scenes, they shot Brandon Fraser doing all the stuff and then they created a blue man mm-hmm. uh, doll and then they moved around and then animated monkey bone around it. God, he's you, good you at this. Do you know how many movies Brandon Fraser has acted with nothing? A lot. Like the Mummy uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah, because yeah, you, you uh, watch like Journey the, the Center of the Earth. Right? Uh, I watched some. I wanted to watch the actual the movie with the the, the commentary. With the commentaries, mm-hmm. but since we kind of like pushed the date a little earlier, yeah. I didn't have time to. Uh, Did he do this right after the Mummy? I mean, the Mummy is ninety nine uh, or ninety eight. This was peak Fraser. So probably. Yeah. So he like these were like he was he cranked out like four movies in these like three or four years yeah yeah he was hot he was yeah. a big a big name back then because there's two, there's the mummy the mummy sequel mm-hmm. but dazzled looney tunes back in action was that was, that was a little was, later yeah. But i yeah. think yeah i think that's a little post mm-hmm. the mummy uh, movies. don't forget about encino man that's earlier that's yeah, not, i know that's probably sure yeah i think i think he really made a splash in that uh, <laughs> sure <laughs> um so this movie opens with the weirdest fucking uncomfortable intro yeah, with, with a like teacher a with thing? flabby arms and boner jokes. Oh, See, that's yeah. but like yes, not but in a funny way. That. You, were, I, I, like, I thought that was like absurd in such a weird way. But like, like, being, but he gets a know. boner because of his teacher's like arm flaps. Yeah, yes. I was like, man. I so that's one because like definitely as watching this as like a like a ten year old, I was like, I just found it uncomfortable and weird. But now as an adult, I think that that's funny. Um, <laughs> So like that's when I was like, okay, this might not be as bad as I as I thought it would be. 
uh, I'll save my rating for later, but it, it certainly goes for something. I'll give it yeah. that. Who's the audience for this movie? It's a good I question. Was, I was thinking that same thing. Um, because this is not a family film. Man, this is not a film that's kids. directly... Like, it should be for kids, but it's, but it's not. not. It's definitely not. Because it kind of wants to be South Park-ish. Because they even mention they that mention when they let him go. They're like, oh, I'll get the South Park guys. Yeah. Well, this was, yeah, the really the peak of the raunchy, I'll say whatever I want. Like, right, but this era. also doesn't quite go far enough because it's still PG-13. It, it really missed the mark. On like all the audience, it's not for kids. It's not really for teens because it's almost too immature. Now, old people not- would fucking hate this movie. Yeah. Uh, it has a very similar audience to whatever chairman of the board is. I uh, would disagree. Uh, you mean oh. smart intellectual? <laughs> I, I, I would disagree because I think in this you one us? you still have in this one you still have like an actual production design and art direction that that leans in towards something more deep than what chairman of the board tries to. No, doesn't try. Don't talk to him about chairman of the board. I can't believe those uh, the people who did the art touched this story. To be honest. Yeah, the, their other movies definitely at least have more heart. There must have been changes made because even the end feels like slapped together and the, reshot. There, there was an alternate ending in the DVD, which I did not have time to watch. Well, there must have been because they, mm. so I don't know they how set up the entire thing as Monkey Bone has um, rigged all of the Monkey Bone toys that when you pull the mm. thumb out farts and he changes it with the nightmare juice. And we see all of the people at the museum. You're right. They get I them, forgot. But we never, never see. Resolved. No, yeah. it, it's only minorly hinted at. Where like the the last thing before the credits is an animation of the new Monkey Bone cartoon, and it goes to the museum, and you see all the people rip off their skin, and they're all that's monkey right. Bones. That's right. Which it's but so that's I, not really closure on that. I think I think what I remember as, as a kid is that thinking that Monkey Bone is going to be like the main character and like a funny good guy. And the fact that he's like the bad guy, but he's a also trickster. Yeah, he's a trickster, but never likable. No, no, I don't think he's supposed to be. Yeah, but I remember being confused by that as a kid because it was like, are we supposed it's to mask like out of the movie? Yeah, exactly. And and that ending scene where everyone's ripping off their skin and they are monkey bone. I feel like that's trying to say something, but it doesn't quite make it clear necessarily. I feel like the movie that did this tone better is Death to Smoochie. Have you guys ever seen Ooh, that? Actually, I I was no. thinking of this movie because I we watched we watched that when we were kids and we were like this yeah. is not a kids movie. No, and I but I but it, it embraces that it's not mm-hmm. a kids movie and right. I think that nails what maybe this is trying to do. One hundred percent agree. That's what we should do for this podcast because I I like that movie. I do like Death to yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We're well, all Death to Smoochie fans here. Good stuff. Well, so I have I have some facts and figures for you guys here. Do you guys want to guess the box office and budget? This is must. Bombed. This had to be a huge no, yes, flop. Oh, massive. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yes, I'm. I'd be shocked if it made over five million dollars. Okay, I think it's internationally. Low. I, I looked it up. Okay, it's worse than you think. <laughs> like people lost a lot of money. I'm <laughs> well, surprised careers. The, the guy who directed this didn't what, work 40? again until Coraline. Uh, he's guessing the budget was forty. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of practical art stuff. I mean, Brendan Fraser was hot. He probably got a good contract. I don't know what Bridget Fonda costs. There's a lot of people in this yeah. movie. Dave yeah. Foley, who we didn't even yeah, talk about yeah. yet, um, who always sells it. Oh, that man. was him actually streaking. Yeah, I bet this costs fifty mil, seventy five. Holy million. shit! How much do you think it made? Five, two. 7.8. Wow. So, that's yeah. a massive stinker. <laughs> Very big loss. That is a turd. What a log. Do yeah. you know what film company did this? What no, is, did this head. Tim Burton have a production company? 
This, I don't think he this does. was produced by Chris Columbus. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. So this was 1492. Thing. So Chris Columbus had the first Harry Potter oh. and this movie. That's how oh, they it, like, sort of float. Oh, it's coming out at like, the same yeah. time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess Harry Potter makes up for whatever loss <laughs> that you had. Speaking but. of uh, Chris Columbus, it's a uh, it's uh, Indigenous Peoples Day today. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. That was weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird um, but I do want to read three pieces of trivia. You know what? Chris Columbus and his fucking gremlins just needs to learn his god. We need to tear his statues down. <laughs> I, I think these three pieces of trivia are, are interesting, so I wanted to just read them to you. Um, one, I'm just sort of going to sum up in my own words. Um, well, uh, Actually, no, I'm just going to read this one. Cartoon Network later went to make their hit night block program, Adult Swim, after receiving criticism from parents for supporting this movie and its marketing during its regular runtime block. So this movie created Adult Swim on Cartoon huh. Network. This um, should not have played on Cartoon Network. You're definitely right. Um, second piece. Uh, ben Stiller was originally cast to voice Monkey Bone, but had to step down due to complications with Mystery Men. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, strange connection. Which the voice is John Turturro. Um, yeah. It is John Turturro. Um, and the last one I wanted to read is uh, Chris Kattan plays a gymnast who died from a broken neck. In real life, Kattan actually broke his neck during a sketch on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> ah. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Fun fact. Do we know which sketch it was? All nope. of them. Yeah, he, he just kept breaking his neck. <laughs> he was just very committed to whatever yeah, it was. The Girl Scout sketch. It was the yeah. Of course, he broke his neck during that. So we haven't really gotten into the plot of this. I don't know how much Ugh. we need to, but can someone give me like a thirty second rundown just for the audience who might not have seen it? Oh me? Yeah, you sure. Do I'll, I'll do it. All right, yeah, yeah. Go so Brendan Fraser is a uh, cartoonist uh, who is just about to break big with his new cartoon called Monkey Bone, and his agent Dave Foley wants to capitalize every single dime that he can out of this but Brandon Frazier is not into this all he's doing is mainly because it's his therapy and it he gets the girl but then monkey bone by one of their things just like gets him into a coma by accident in his car and then he gets dumped into the uh dark world of his nightmares and dreams and then he's haunted or followed by his alter ego monkey bone as they try to escape before they pull the plug and kill him mm-hmm. Monkey Bone escapes into his body and then tries to employ their plan of, I guess, empowering the uh, nightmare, the juice. nightmare yeah. world with the nightmare juice. And yeah, then, what do they get out of that? Well, I want to, I want to ask that, but I want okay. to. And, and then, then as as uh, he managed to get to death, which is Whoopi Goldberg, which we haven't talked much about <laughs> that yet, uh, but she knows that her brother Hypnos, who's in charge of the other world, uh, wants to do this, so she grants him. 12 hours, I think. What? I think one hour. Is it one hour? He yeah, grant, yeah so. grants him one hour to go back. He finds a dead body, which is a Chris Kattan, who's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that whole sequence, I think, is hilarious. That's, that yeah. Bob Odenkirk is the doctor that comes yep. in, and they're removing his... Oh, no, it's the best part uh, of the movie. Uh, his, his organs, and then he just like duct tapes himself and runs, and the, they, the doctors just keep following him, mm-hmm. trying to get all the organs out of him. Uh and that's pretty much what the plot that's, is. That's pretty much the plot. Um, so I like that. It just ended on like, yeah, doctors chase his corpse, trying to get his organs. Which so do, do you go? Because uh, I, I, I don't know enough about surgery, but um, I'm not a surgeon, guys. Uh, do doctors wear red, like, gowns like well, that? Also, did you notice their gowns change halfway through the chase scene? Yeah, yeah. They, they turn to white. Yeah. But they're, they're wearing, like, blood red gowns and... 
you're you're also missing the point that they're actively chasing what they know is a dead human, uh-huh. and they keep shouting it's it. Like, they're like, "Hey, come back yeah. here! You're dead." And, and those or- organs are ours. Yeah, and the organs are like dropping onto people's. Plates oh, every and time stuff like Bob that. Odenkirk says a line, I kept laughing because they're like, "Oh, sorry, sir, you need it. It's by invitation only." Like, we don't need invitations. We have degrees. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Just getting back. Whoopi Goldberg is. Death with an eye patch. With an eye patch. Death with an and eye who, patch. Who's the henchman? Thomas Hayden Church. Oh yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. I thought you meant just like who's like the Rupert. A very great Rupers. bit role. He's mm-hmm. only I, has a few I, lines. I really like that the first time that we introduced to Death because uh, so they're the when they come in it comes through a roller coaster and the first stop is Coma World. That's where Brent Fraser is like forced to come it's out. It's like the land of nightmares. And then it goes yeah. to the to the next one, which is the land of the dead. Right. Uh, and you get a pass to either go to, to die if you're if you don't wake up from your coma or you get a, an actual pass to be shot back into your body. He's shot in, in a rocket. Abe Lincoln's mouth. <laughs> Honest Abe. Yeah. Uh, I liked all that. And uh so <laughs> loved it. Loved loved it. <laughs> after after Monkey Bone, that they, they realize the only way to, for them to get out of there is to uh sneak into death world mm-hmm. and steal an exit pass so they, they do can a poor job at that so Stu can uh, get back and as they break into is when you first get introduced to to death who's uh who, whoopi gober and they she, do she was nominated for like worst supporting actress I, for this for the I, I, I disagree they're a worst <laughs> supporting actors in that i mean she show. just plays herself as normal yeah. in this yeah, movie yeah it's just whoopi being whoopi yeah with uh, an eye patch though also but guys rose mcgowan's in this and She's got some boobs. Giving it her all. Yeah. Not yeah. phoning it in. Yeah. Um, and she, she murders she someone. She does. And a that's mouse, the last time we a mouse see her. Man. Yeah. The last time we see Rose McGowan in this movie, her face is covered, covered in, blood. in blood. And she's like, just go. But, <laughs> and that's it. But it's like a mouse like guard. Oh. So, so it's, it's like a rat funny. guard. Yeah. yeah. No, I, well, you, you she's a cat. Did we, talk to, and, did we say she was a cat person? Yeah, she was a cat. Was there anything that actually, because I was like, there wasn't much that made me. There was one scene that made me laugh, and that was sort of a chuckle when Chris Kattan, who was a dead body, runs out <laughs> and starts uh, duct taping himself <laughs> yeah. up around the stomach. That was head. His, his, head his is, physical comedy in this was great. I, I wasn't kidding when I, I was like, he's on the tier of like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, like Matthew Lillard, like those two, mm-hmm. given the same energy for these yeah, movies. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but overall, this was. I like Did not make me laugh when they grilled the kidney and put it on a burger bun. Okay. Oh, All see, right. I laughed even before that because when Chris Kattan's corpse. It- Slash Brendan Fraser's character like runs out of the hospital. The doctors all chase him, and there there's like immediately an SUV yeah, waiting yeah, to go, yeah. and they all pile in. Yeah. They're like, "There he goes!" Go and they him. just drive off. Yeah. They just have the car waiting to go. Yeah. I also liked when uh, uh is it Megan Mullally? Uh, uh, Julie. No, 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 no. Who's uh his sister? Oh, oh yeah. She, what is she's her name? like uh Nick Offerman's wife. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she. I thought she was also. I think she was very funny when she. Millie is her. Is her name? I think. I in the think movie? it is because like when she just showing up, comes she? up and yeah. like pulls. Like she just wants to like pull the plug right away as soon as I like. Which I thought she was like after his money. No, I but think it just seemed like yeah. That's yeah. just she's yeah. just trying to and then honor I also thought him. It was he funny when she just appears out of the window smoking a cigarette to just be like, oh yeah, it's been three months. We need to uh pull the plug. And that yeah. happens fast. So <laughs> yeah, like three months. Movie, yeah. Because I was thinking that it was one of those things and maybe it is it just didn't really come across where like like an hour in that time equals three months because it seemed like he's only in nightmare land. It seems like he just got there and they're like well it's been three months. The pacing like, oh, for bro. this movie is all off in my opinion. Do you know what else this movie is? This movie's proto little Nicky. 
Is, it's that, like, a, is that a bar we now have? Like, <laughs> before and after? It's, it's very <laughs> similar. I, I think Little I Nick is that. less funny or entertaining. Totally wow. disagree. Wow. <laughs> we <laughs> may have to tackle Little Nicky soon, because that's around. This, I, it comes out like right Little after Nicky this, is I not think. a good movie, but I think it's better than this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I, I like at least like the, the, the world in this is just more I like. I feel like than. Bridget Fonda is playing this so straight. She she's is. great. And she's gorgeous and yeah. she's crying and I'm like this is not the movie for Bridget Fonda to No, and it was actually one of her last. Uh, I, yeah, she like went into retirement after this well, movie. Well, ironically, I think she actually was in a car accident that, I don't know if it was a spinal injury, but it was a severe car accident shortly after this. Did it involve an, uh, an, an inflatable thing I, uh, inflating in the car? Uh, I didn't look that up. I'm sure Wikipedia can help. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I just thought maybe this was like her welcome to Mooseport for yeah. Gene Hatton. He was like, you know what? You know I'm who she done. married? <laughs> yeah. I don't do, I do. Um, uh, Dan, Danny Elfman. That's right. Oh. Yeah, so she's they're they're fine. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. She's yeah. also she's also Peter F or I'm sorry, Peter Fonda's brother and Henry Fonda's daughter, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she's like Hollywood royalty. So yes. one thing I wanted to bring up was uh so they're about to pull the plug on Stu. Um his sort of fiance Julie then meets with her friends and all of a sudden is like, "Look, these are his brain patterns from his they're nightmares." Not friends or employees. From employees at the sleep okay. clinic. Yeah, at the sleep clinic. Right. Yes. So, because uh, I feel like I read a text and looked up, and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck's going on?" Um, they're like, "This is his brain pattern when he had a nightmare." We look at his brain pattern here. It looks like his comb was just having an extended nightmare. She was grasping at straws, I think, as a desperate. But everyone was like, uh, "Cool." With everyone's like, "Yeah, it makes sense. I'm on board." And where did this nightmare juice come from exactly? From the sleep lab. They they, they caught <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah, no. that's uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Everything else in this movie is what also are you not talking? a thing. <laughs> but it's you're telling me sleep doctors the, don't the, have the, juice? I don't. That doesn't sound true. There is a separation between like the the fantastical coma world and like the real world. And in the real world, they're like, we have nightmare juice. It's fine. Um, that's where I was just all of a sudden so like, where was like monkey bone should have juice. brought the nightmare yes, juice exactly. from? Uh, what is his name? Hypnos? Yes. Hypnos. Yeah. That's kind <laughs> of what I thought. There are characters named Hypnos and Monkey Bone in this movie. And they, they give Brandon Fraser the nightmare juice? Yes. Because she thinks if he has a severe enough nightmare, it will bring him out but of his But it doesn't coma. do anything, right? It, it does. What does it, it do? It, it helps him to... Because I think that's how he breaks into... He, he know, that I think that's how he contacts her the first time because he knows that they're... Uh, through like like the dream viewing thing? He does the one dream viewing and I think the, uh, the scaring uh, helps... Or tr almost traps him when he's trying to go into death world. That's the only time that it, it, it right. It doesn't. It doesn't help. Okay. It doesn't actually get him to, to come out. But okay. he he does have a whole scene in the in the weird, cartoon. It does of his do something. Yeah. But then they have seemingly a lot of this, and uh, Monkey Bone, as Brandon Fraser, steals this from a a, a chimp. Um, and so his plot is to put it in these toys, which everyone will play with. And I'm just like, can't you just walk in with a mask and spray everyone? Well, Why is there this elaborate ruse to I, do so? Yeah. And, it and no one just questions like, it. It just yes. seems like it's bad acid. Like when Dave Foley gets sprayed with it, he just it starts but, tripping. But why go through the whole process of filling up toys? Not 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 even toys, but specifically a, a, no, a butthole <laughs> yeah. on a monkey doll a that, fart that farts in your face. They could literally like just have air fresheners pumping this shit. And he that's what he decides to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. I think he took his, his advantage of a situation. Monkey. <laughs> in a, in also, a like uh, th- this monkey bone show, like blows up right away. Like they show the pilot, and they're like, "We have six episodes." Huge hand. Like, and everyone's like, head. "This is the next big thing." And at the end of the movie, these adults, these rich old white people who have all donated money to the museum, are like fighting over monkey bone <laughs> dolls. Yeah, like doesn't make any <laughs> no. sense. And it's not even a thing yet. Like it's never been on television. So an- another thing I have an issue with this movie is is the the funny world and the real world. And what I mean is that like her the wife character plays it straight, and generally we're in the real world when Brendan Fraser's in, in it. But yet it gets really weird when they start to like they bring the doctors in. Like those doctors are not real doctors. Like there are oh, no, yeah. and so it's strange that like that humor. That there's these cartoony characters in the real world, right? Yeah, which is funny, but does not fit the tone of this movie. No, they're in the wrong place. Yeah, it's like it would be inter- like if they were controlled by people, that would be one thing. That actually makes more sense if you just had a couple of other characters shooting out of mm-hmm. yes. the coma dreamland yeah. world, and then yeah, they're like that. they're trying to drag him back there since he's technically there on like a you know. 60 minute lease or whatever yeah and they don't want him to spoil their plan mm-hmm. sure that would make a lot more there's a lot of things that would make this movie make a lot more sense just right. make the cartoon already popular yeah like they do yeah. they do this whole setup where it's like oh he's this like startup cartoonist who's gonna have this popular show just make him I, I, the guy I, I, who draws I, the popular cartoon i think monkey bone already is a popular cartoon strip Right, oh, they do mention yeah, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg mentions that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the first time that they're doing it into like a TV show. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like Garfield and Garfield becoming a Garfield the yeah. TV show. Okay. Yes, he's famous for his trips in the, the right. comics. But as as Jeff says, he's very vanilla and bland. And I guess he's like kind of not shy necessarily, but he doesn't want the attention. Doesn't like crowds. And, has and, anxiety. Right. And Monkey Bone is like the ego to his id. Yes. And then, then they put him back in his head and there you go. That's the, the super ego there. But like... I would have liked if Monkey Bone was less crazy and manic and if he was more like suave, I guess. Because like he, he they sort you of wanted him to be like Cheeto Chester. Yeah, that's exactly wow. what I wanted him wow. to be like. Tell me where's, I'm wrong. Where's that movie? It's also it's funny you said Cheeto Chester because what they wanted to do the which one of these characters very looks like this the camel Joe yes, Camel yeah like mm. they wanted to do that this the, the the dream world here would be a bunch of. Oh, ads. washed up ads. That makes much. so much more uh, sense. But the then California ads. raisins are just yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> they, they were, they were, and then they realized that they would never get away with. We can't afford this. Yeah, so like, yeah, we won't like. There would be we're no already seventy five mil in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no way to actually get all these companies. We to are be not okay recovering the money because one of them looks like Joe Camel. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he's like, hey, you got a you got a light. Yeah, and he mm. yeah, looks like a camel. Yeah. Um, I have a question because I, I was a little lost. Why does Hypnose and the rest of the Nightmare crew, why do they want to create more nightmares? Yeah, what do they get out of it? Is it, like a, is it a drug for them? I think it, it is their entertainment. It is what keeps them They just like to watch alive. nightmares, but they also yeah. came from nightmares. It's the same issue with Little Monsters. It's like, what are they getting by keeping kids under... More monsters? Yeah, yeah like, it's the same. <laughs> so, because they, they're created by, by <laughs> nightmares, but they also like to watch nightmares, so they want more people to have nightmares so they can... Uh, See, I'm not, uh, I'm not entirely sure that all of them are created by nightmares and some of them are kind of nice I, I think a lot of these are there are yeah. just i think there's just like an in-between world some of those creatures in and then the idea is when you go to dream uh or have nightmares 
they populate that ether. Like a Beetlejuice kind of thing. Yes. So they're just so, and I think that's why we create them in our world is because we see them from this world. So somebody's out there drawing like hentai, uh, uh, Kitty Rose McGowan. Yeah, that, that, that's why Rose you see McGowan. a lot of the characters in there are all just old mythological. Like there's there Medusas and yeah. Minotaurs centaurs, and centaurs. Yeah. So what, it's almost like once they Cyclops. reach into like a, like a large enough collective conscious then they become sentient in this world yes I think so again i want to know who, who rose mcgowan is for all these people well I, I think you're hitting at the heart of the biggest issue for the for me for this is that like everything is there for this to be a really cool story like there's the a world, much bigger world here art. that is yeah not and we're given the brennan fraser monkey bone story like there are there are more interesting stories within this world yeah. than that those two if characters this was a graphic novel or even like a mini series like a tv show where you're, you're allowed to explore that more cool but like just having the majority of it as monkey bone running around as brennan fraser yeah no you're like missing out on so much and then also half of it as Chris Catan. Right. Which is fine. Which is fine, but I think... Not even half. But not relevant to the story. I think that there's something weird when, especially as a kid, when the main character, who who you see as the main character as Brandon Fraser, is now the bad guy. And this other guy is now the good guy. Um, Classic face-off. <laughs> great movie. Um, which, like, I mean, for me, whatever, but I think as a kid, it was very confusing to see Brandon Frazier's the first half of it is good, and then he's bad, and like, and again, with Monkey Bone, first he's good, and he's bad, and like, yeah, I just no. didn't know what to think of it. It was confusing well, as a well, kid. Going back to our, our Chester Cheeto comment, it's like, yeah, the, the Monkey Bone character is like, he's essentially like a sexual deviant, but like mm-hmm. in, a, in a creepy way. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a little rapey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his whole dance scene in the um in the the bed that was impressive on Brendan Fraser's part. It was also mute it and watch that scene and like have you ever seen those YouTube videos where they they take away music and they just put sound effects? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you just hear sheets ruffling. <laughs> that would be funny that. to see that. <laughs> she, she ba- he basically just presents his fiance with her with his asshole whereas he's like he's on the 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 headboard and he's just like take a look at this butthole he's doing monkey love yeah which by the way what an impressively strong bed that was not an ikea bed frame (laughs) also i was reading that uh that like uh brandon frey probably did the whole thing himself in there and he does that uh the one jump that he gets when the dog shows up and he jumps on Mm -hmm. the uh Mm -hmm on the mantle apparently that wasn't necessarily scripted Brent Fraser just did that in one big jump like flipped over in there well wow. and then everyone had to like kind of hold their gasp and hope that the the, the cameraman actually did follow mm-hmm. him through and that's the, the one take that they use is that well he was huh. experienced from George of the Jungle he got used to flipping and and yeah he was all you know how to act like a monkey <laughs> <laughs> this one gonna hurt oh, <laughs> that's a that's a great moment Bridget Fonda Kisses a corpse in this movie. She does. And I, I found that there was so no humor disgusting. In it. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, it was very. Serious. No, it was yeah. supposed to be like serious movie. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, like you should at least have that. Movie. Like that should be disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> that should smell and taste foul. Yeah, and like, but she didn't acknowledge it, and there was no joke afterwards. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Not. No. There's nothing. not a lot of jokes in this movie. He it's could. Like he could have alert- He yeah. could have literally said, "Oh, like you stole my heart," but the yeah. doctors already took it out. Something yeah. like that. Let's talk a little bit more about Chris Kattan because he's great in this and like his physical comedy and this is great. And also he's doing flips because he was a gymnast. And I love the reveal when the guys are in the newspaper and it's yeah. like, gymnast dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and everyone oh, runs off the bus. And then the doctors the spot him on. They're like, there, he's on the bus. The neck is what really gets me when he's mm-hmm. just trying to run first before he's like, just like, yeah. We're still like, Ugh. And, he, and he, he runs back to his house and his neighbor's watering his lawn. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, it's me. Garden's looking great. Don't call the police. <laughs> that was great. Like, that was it, funny. It was funnier because the neighbor never changes. <laughs> no, yeah, does not no. react. <laughs> nope. <laughs> kind of a shitty neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw someone breaking your house. <laughs> Look like a dead gymnast. <laughs> he has a, a whole operation going in his garage where he is mixing the nightmare juice and filling monkeys' butts and with like a turkey baster, and which is why I'm like, why? no one, no one knows about it. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting away with it. So many monkey butt jokes in this. Like, it's just, it seems like his comic is just. Look at this monkey and look at him fart. They even shoot the when they're on the at the climax and they're both hanging off the giant monkey bone balloon. Mm-hmm. The cops like, I think I can take it down, and he ends up shooting a butthole in it. And yeah, they, yeah, and they both <laughs> fucking die. Yeah, I, I would have liked if he if he met like Chris Kattan in like the afterlife yes, or something. There like needed to be a tie into that actual character. Yeah, because that character was just just random. Like, yeah, yeah, no real connection to him at all. And, you know, I love, uh, you know, some pretty lowbrow humor now and again. Oh, oh do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's but f- fart jokes done in this manner. They did. Guys, they didn't do it for me. I was actually a little that's, repulsed. See, that is a uh, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I know. And the fact they can't. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we missing anything? Should we get to can't, ratings? Can't even, uh, can't I have, I have a, a couple of funny yeah. things also. To please. Oh, please. Uh, one of them first is. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe is in this movie he's one of the prisoners in there and his uh, alter ego was the Raven but if you watch the credits which I, I should have googled it to see who this person actually is because it says Edgar Allan Poe played by Edgar Allan Poe the fourth what oh my wait God. is it actually like his ancestor I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I didn't search it I, I made the wow. mistake of not searching and I, I was like is so. this like like otherwise, like this is just a weird person who just named their kid Edgar and pulled the fourth. Like I don't know where's the did, second and third. We'll leave point. that one to the listeners to <laughs> uncover. Did I did I ever tell you guys about when I went into the bar in Baltimore where the last place Edgar Allan Poe was seen alive? Did I ever tell you that? No, yeah. this just happened a few months ago. So there is a bar in uh, Fells Point, Baltimore, where it's the the name of the bar is called That Horse You Rode In On. Yeah, and I've it's heard been of it. open since the late 1700s, and it was the last place Edgar Allan Poe was seen alive. And um, I went there thinking it was going to be like Edgar Allan Poe theme somehow. And it is not. It is like a white person only racist country western bar. And they don't let you like if you say anything about Edgar Allan Poe, they ask you to leave. I, di- I didn't even ask. I I went there and I had a I had a shot of whiskey and it was ten dollars. Damn. Um, and all of the um, bar stools or like horse uh, uh, saddles, and it was me and a bunch of other bald big white boys, and. Um, <laughs> And I was like, this is not the experience that I was hoping for. I thought it'd be spooky or something. And then that's I got like the, the fuck opposite of, of spooky. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's spooky for some, <laughs> for some races and classes and minorities. And yeah, it's spooky in an easy rider kind of way where it's like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you look different than we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, I have a fun short story I want to share. So today I was. Uh, I was at work and was talking to a coworker, and I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to do today. And I'm like, I'm listing off these things. I'm like, I got to gotta deal with these invoices. I have to call these clients. I have to watch Monkey Bone. I have to like, <laughs> and she was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have to watch Monkey Bone. She's like, 
why would you have to watch <laughs> Mario? What, like, where does that fall? I'm like, yeah, sorry, I have to. I'm a 30 year old man child. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, well, should we dive into ratings? I, 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 I have some more stuff. Uh, yeah. okay, uh, sorry. Apparently, Henry Selleck got the... Because this comic, the graphic novel, is very hard to find. Uh, it's not... It was Good. never popular. It's not very hard to find. Uh, and apparently, Henry Selleck got this... It showed up on his office one time in a box with no name on it. And inside it was a copy of uh, Dark World, which I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he read it and he was like... Decided that, that, that's how when they decided to make it. So maybe Monkey Bone sent it to him, wow. first of all. And then the last thing is, do you know who actually wrote this movie? Ooh, no. Uh, I forgot the actual writer's name, but he wrote <laughs> Batman, the original Tim Burton Batman. Oh, wow. Uh, so he's in that oh, circle. Man, I feel like yeah. I do know his name. Yeah, it's something Ham or Sam or something like Ham that. Sam. Uh, <laughs> Sam Ray, Ham. Isn't it like Raymond... Hammer Hauer, yeah. <laughs> Hassenhauer. I did something like that. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he wrote the uh, the original Tim Burton Batman. Also, I just saw. So I was on Henry Selleck's Wikipedia today, and he has a mm-hmm. movie coming out next year that uh, is going to have Keen Keen Peel, uh, Jordan Key. And, is it Monkey Bone too? I Lord, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that'll be interesting because he hasn't done a lot. But like the stuff he's done is because the last one he did was Coraline. Yeah. So like twelve years ago. Um, so yeah, oh, be God. interesting. This is one of those movies where people are like, "Oh, well, if Jordan Peele made Monkey Bone today, it would be a masterpiece." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't want to bring this up, but had Jason this, Statham? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If Robin Williams oh, had yeah, Monkey Bone, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get in your body. <laughs> ratings, ratings. Uh, wait, Krista, do you have something you want to add? Or are you- Sorry, I know. I thought you you, you raised your hand. Uh, nope, no, like nope. Just uh, probably let's like- let's dive into some ratings here. So we have a scale of negative five to five. So who thinks that they are in the positive category on this? Lucas, go for it. Uh, I'll give it a two. Wow, I okay. enjoyed this. I love the world. Uh, the world sells it to me. I think that I I, I got hooked up into uh, like Tim Burton as a kid watching Nightmare Before Christmas and even uh, Scissor Hands and Beetlejuice and all those. Just like weird, uh, sure. and we always had like this weird comic, uh, graphic novels, comic books in, in the house. Since my mom was had an art school, and I think that the whole, I, I love the weirdness of the Como. I love the the Reapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, their their whole costuming, I think, is fantastic. The whole idea 100%. when you take them off, it just it's just like a a spirit that just like fades away. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that that really sells it enough to me that like I find it entertaining to watch. That whole sequencing in the uh, in the underworld, uh, dark okay. world, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, okay. I had fun. It's it's weird. Uh, and it I is like weird. It. Are there any of those movies that you mentioned that you like less? Like, is this like out of? I mean, this probably would be the, on the bottom because like Nightmare Before Christmas Selleck's was always movie. like my my like I, that was always my favorite animation growing up. Uh, it was one of the like the, the things that like I I would always sit down and watch, uh, and didn't matter what uh, uh, was going on, I would always just like watch the whole movie, and I still do it at this day. Um, so I would say that that probably would be my favorite one, and I think Monkey Bone. I hadn't seen it since I, I think like in in theaters when I watched it, and like this was the first time again. I was like, oh, like I again, I I had fun. So you enjoyed it. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Okay, I did enjoy it. Um, I think I'd like to go next if that's all right. Um, Please. So. Basically, for the reason that that you stated, I liked all that. 
but the problem is I wanted more of that. I agree. And, and I didn't get it. And then if the first half an hour or so I was, again, I was like on board and then it goes into the weird story where monkey bone is Brendan Fraser. And just from there, it, it all just fell apart and none of it other than Chris Kattan really worked for me. I want to give it, a negative three which is kind of i feel like a little bit harsh but i feel like a negative two is not quite not quite right so um, what did you like most about it? you said chris Kattan. anything else i like the world i definitely like like the world a lot um i like i like rose mcgowan um and i like chris Kattan, but just none of i just felt like this was a chore getting through i didn't think anything was funny or necessarily did you take anything away like when the movie was done were you like ah like i even have a hard time struggling with the theme of this movie yeah because it was like he was supposed to be very vanilla but he wasn't all that vanilla like he created a successful comic and he like yeah i don't know um he fought his way back from he fought his death, way back Eric. that's what i'm like so, trying to say like yeah. is the theme that he fought his actual inner demons is that the metaphor here and i, I guess he made peace with like his Doctor Jekyll and Hyde, but he doesn't one. really make peace with yeah. it. Is like well, the but, problem but he, with I it. think he's just forced into it, and I think he's he just needs to. I think because I think even when he becomes Chris Kattan, he just <clears throat> changes who he is a bit because he's still not his body. Because he's I desperate, think, and he needs to do what he needs to do. Yes, right. and, and, and I think that's part of like what gives him more of a confidence that he didn't have before, just to, to have to get out of there. I would have liked to see a little bit it. more at the end where Monkey Bone sort of resides in his psyche, where he. He, he does accept things and he is a little bit more confident and whatever. Um, also, I would like to see ending where he fucking dies. I, I, I kind of thought that I, was happening. I, 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 have to, I have to watch the alternate ending to see what okay, they, yeah. they also try to do. Maybe I'd also like to see an ending little, where they fuck, bonus episode. So, you know, that's Him and Monkey Bone? Yeah. Brendan Fraser and Monkey yeah. Bone? Okay. Yeah. Or, or, or Rose McGowan. So, anyone else want to go? Chris? <laughs> Boy, say hello to my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um... I feel like I'm kind of siding with Eric. I feel like negative two just isn't quite mean enough. Because this movie's a fucking mess. It really is. 75 million. Yeah, and it is like not on screen, and it is a fucking nightmare. I think it is on screen. That's what the whole world is. No, they could have done this. Yeah, I don't know. There was going to be and Brendan and... And all those names at the time. And the climax is so weird and mishandled. And I don't, I, I wouldn't own this movie and I wouldn't really want to watch it again. You wouldn't tell people that, oh yes, I watched this. No, because it's, <laughs> it's not even crazy enough where I'm like, this is fucking bonkers. Like, you should watch this movie. It's like, ah, eh, it's not very good. I, and I picked this movie because, again, <laughs> all the dream stuff scared me as a child because that that whole like weird kind of stop animation Tim Burtony stuff always mm-hmm. sort of messed with me a little bit so give me a comparison of what you thought when you were a kid and, and, and now as a kid I didn't like it so do you like it more as or less kid, I, I like think I probably like it less because I at least anything that scares me as a kid I think I have respect for but then when you watch it as an adult you're like oh this isn't even good see I actually think I like it a smidge more as an adult yeah yeah I, so I you, probably thought like I understood it a little bit more but um, I still don't like it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the, again, the problem is I think it's not leaning hard enough R mm-hmm. or it's not being light enough where it's like a romp for a family, like a nightmare on Elm Street. Or not a nightmare. Well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, nightmare if, for if, Christmas. If they did remake this like and leaned into a horror, I don't know. What do you guys think? Good or bad? 
not, not that they would ever ever remake this this is like a one movie that is not on the list for remakes but i mean i i i would actually lean more the other way you can keep the the darker thematic elements to it mm-hmm. and just take away a lot of the the the, the zany the, the the fart zany jokes. jokes yeah, yeah like the, the the fart jokes that just go for a long time and you because i don't think it needs to be r but like if you're gonna commit to like keeping with like the weird like sexual tensions and things and like mm-hmm. the sexual overcharged on um, the things which i think is still fine for a pg-13 movie mm-hmm. uh it's you just have to balance it out to that it goes either like both ways in there uh, I would almost like to see one where um, his fiance like starts to like him as Monkey Bone. Oh, where, like, like, yeah. like they, they, they fuck and she's like, oh, like, uh, I like Stu, it the what's butt. come over you? Yeah, You've never <laughs> done <know>. that before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that might make it interesting. Yeah, I think there's a version of this that is interesting where it's like if it's a, like a writer dealing with a character he's created and there's this battle over. I mean, Stephen King's kind of done this like probably three or four times in mm-hmm. different fashions, but... I like it more of being a like a cartoon character and it's kind of that Jekyll and Hyde thing. Mm-hmm. That's a fun premise. Yeah. But it's poorly executed yeah. in Monkey Bone. So, so, also just the name Monkey Bone. I hate that. Yeah, I, I hate too. it so much. You couldn't give him just a name. It's supposed, supposed to be Monkey like his boner. boner. Yeah, Monkey Boner, which is just it's like that's not funny. And I name you know, him Boner. Like, like you know I like those kind of jokes. Not not funny. Uh so what was your number? Minus three. three, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does Lee? say that he has to. What, what is the actual person like? Just not just spank the monkey. He does say that at one. Oh, point. I'm gonna go spank my monkey. Choke my, choke my monkey. Is that what he says? No, no. Spank the monkey so is that's the, the terminology, right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does say that. Yeah, Choking yeah. the chicken. Yeah, <laughs> 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 a lot of ways to say how you Polishing the bishop, if you will. Um, I think that this was at a time where. The those guys who had made those other artistic films that are more classics now kind of were given a, a free pass. And I, I have a hard time believing that this script, people were like, this is a good story itself. And it was more like, oh, these are art dudes can just make any story. This was his great. blank check movie. Yeah. Where he's like, I made you this thing yeah. that to this day keeps Hot Topic in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like, so it's like, you owe me Disney. Yeah. Like you're going to just make money off of this for years. And they were like, all right, what do you want to do? But again, this, this isn't Disney. So that's, no. I guess that's not really true unless the other company was like, do you think, Hey, this guy made yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. and he wants to do this yeah. new thing. Yeah. Give him $75 million. Let's see if Hot Topic sells any monkey bone shirts. <laughs> they probably I, have one oh. or two <laughs> for those like your deep cut fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let's, let's buy them. I mean, they have a lot of merchandise in the movie that they should just, yeah. yeah I'm sure they created bone. that to sell it. It's like, oh wow. Now we're stuck can, with warehouses full of these. Monkey let's, bone slippers, monkey bone telephone. Uh, um, let's fucking slap one of our 800 logos on it and, <laughs> and sell it as our own. Uh, so I think the story here is so underdeveloped. It's, it's impressively bad because they had such the artistic talent behind it. And, the the world is great. We've all said that, but my and Brendan Fraser. How do you fuck up him as a role? Yeah, in this movie, that's yeah. how you do it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a negative four. Wow, okay. it's bad. I did not like this. Yeah, well, so that's but monkey. Bone. I'm, not so gonna, if, I'm not gonna tell people I watched this movie. But you, 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 <laughs> you, you liked it as a as a kid, Lucas, right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I don't know if there's many people out there. That can like definitively say, oh yeah, Monkey Bone. I I like that a, a lot as a kid. Besides, maybe like my little brother. We should call him. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, I don't know. It doesn't really have that nostalgia factor. So this 
is not a cult film. Like Tank Girl and some of the other ones mm-hmm. are a cult film. I'd agree with this that. Is, this is not that. So like, and this is one that's not really on streaming services. You kind of have to seek this out. Oh, I had, I rented it. Wow. So yes, I have Fire on the Exchange. Now I do own Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> physical copy for your collection. <laughs> Can you burn me a copy of that? <laughs> um, Yo, it is the, it is the special edition. Ooh, wait, what is that? Oh, because it has the alternate I don't ending. Know, they slap those things on anything. <laughs> Can you can you watch the alternate ending and like let us know and we'll like post it on Facebook or yeah. make like a special oh, yeah. episode or something? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Or can you rip it and we'll just upload it onto YouTube? It might already be. <laughs> I was up gonna there. say we can probably find it on YouTube. I mean, at one point because I uh, Reddit has a Monkey Bone page. Shut does the it fuck really? up! It does. What there's the eight fuck? members in it. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to go there uh, to, like tonight. We yeah. all need to go post. There, there, there hasn't been a post in there in a while. Well, uh, this episode <laughs> is going to be the most recent post. I mean, we should definitely post yes, there that we're, we're talking. About is it just it like it our Monkey out? Bone? Yeah, that sounds Amazing. like something yeah. else on Reddit. Because <laughs> uh, in you, there, in there, it shows at one point it was for free on YouTube. Did you read? Okay. So you, okay, so it is about the movie though. Yeah. Amazing. That's where I found like a whole uh, article about the the, the writer wow. talking about. It. That's how I found okay. out about the, uh, the, the the book staying there. It Incredible the that there were, there were at some point. That many people, people yeah. sharing articles on Monkey Bone <laughs> with each other on the internet. One person who was like, "What do you mean? There's no subreddit for this movie." I'm gonna make it and moderate it. And then he got seven people to join. <laughs> Remember that time it's we like did Spawn, and there was that person who was like, "I fucking love." He was watching when we were doing Twitch. And he's like, "I fucking love that movie," and he just kept giving us facts the whole time until we realized we were shitting on the movie. And then I think he signed off. Wait, so. what, what movie was it? Was it Spawn? Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. I like Spawn. <laughs> we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lucas went out and show it. Like, we'll take a picture of your Spawn tattoo that you got after that episode. But I think it's, it's pretty big the, uh, on my back. I don't know if you can. <laughs> it's, if we can get the whole thing in frame <laughs> well it's um, not actually I mean when I say spawn tattoo it is not of spawn it's of the, the clown the <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to watch the animated series of that though because that, that spawn, good. it's great yeah, yeah. Um, the okay. comics are also great too what's that? oh the comics yeah yeah um, I don't have any comics other than I have a few um, I'm sure you can find them for a dollar they, ha- they had so many of them I have some heavy metals heavy metals are great no I'll show them to you. Um, I'm excited. Well, I think we should cool. end this podcast in in typical monkey bone fashion. We should all climb on the table and shake our asses together. <laughs> yes, that's what we need to do to, as a deal. And done. And, <laughs> and hold on. Okay, great. Wow, that worked so well. I can't believe that was easier. Wow. Than I thought. Good job. Monkey, uh, monkey farts. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you stick around for the trailer for next week's episode and watch that movie so you'll know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, next week is uh, Monkey Bone. No, wait. What is <laughs> monkey Bone again! Yeah, 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 the worst part was that I looked at Eric and mouthed Monkey Bone. Yeah, that's, that's what threw me off. So we're doing these a little bit out of order. Next one's going to be Ernest Scared the, the Stupid. Forsaken. No, 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 because that's going to be before this. That will have been uh, released a yeah. week before this yep. episode. So next one will be Ernest Scared Stupid, so listen to the trailer for that. And find us on all the fun social media websites. And uh, have a good night, Monkey Bone! Touchstone Pictures. Monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Keebler. And now Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Oh. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Oh. Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you.